Welcome to Season 7 of the Charity Matters Podcast. I'm Heidi Johnson, nonprofit founder, lifelong helper, and your host. I've been interviewing modern-day heroes for over a decade with my blog, and I'm so excited to share these inspiring conversations on our podcast. Join me as we learn the challenges and stories of innovators, entrepreneurs, and modern-day heroes who set out to solve the problems of humanity. When you think of veterans, what do you think of? Probably not music, radio, podcasting, or anything like that. Well, today's guest is going to change all that for you and give you a whole new, incredible association with the word veteran. Donald Dunn is the founder of Heroes Voices Media Foundation, a nonprofit that gives our veterans an incredible outlet for music, podcasting, radio, and I'm so excited to share his remarkable journey from serviceman to nonprofit founder. You're not going to want to miss this. Stay tuned. We are so excited to have Donald Dunn joining us today to tell us about this incredible nonprofit called Heroes Voices Media Foundation. Welcome, Donald. Thank you for joining us. Hey, thank you. I, I appreciate it. We're really excited to have you here. And I am a super fan of veterans. So let me start out, first of all, by saying thank you for your service. Fair, you. I, I love all of our veterans. I love our country deeply. And I love doing anything or having any conversation that helps our veterans. So this is a real privilege for me as well. So let's just dive right into it. And why don't you tell um, tell us a little bit about what non um, what Heroes Voices Media Foundation does? So <clears throat> the the concept came from myself. Um, I was podcasting, and then I realized that uh, I was uh, using podcasting as therapy. And uh, I, I didn't realize this until about uh, about three quarters of the way through season one. And at that point, I just no longer cared whether one person was watching my show or 10,000 because I was starting to feel better about myself. I was starting to be able to get stuff off my chest that I didn't talk to anybody else about. And uh, so the foundation came from the the podcast and and it started because of some musicians that came on the show right? and I seen how they were struggling with um, getting known, getting views. And, and for me, it didn't matter, but for them it did because that was also their income. That's how they paid their bills and, and uh, everything else. And they were still using another form of media as therapy. I mean, their songwriting and, and the songs that they were singing was about the events and stuff that had happened to them. And so we started this nonprofit um, in the hopes that we could get veterans to continue to keep using these forms of media. Um, uh, there's a lot of people that think podcasting is simple and easy. And then when they start, they realize real quick that there's a lot of work that goes into it. Oh, yes, there is. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and so, you know, we know that veterans, when they get frustrated, they're going to walk away from something and, and, either deal with it with anger or just try to go find something else. And right. uh, that tends to not be the most healthy things that happen with the, uh, the veterans. So they definitely don't go back to the VA and, and try therapy that way. Yeah. And so our goal is to help them continue to keep podcasting, whether that be 
with a little bit of uh, education, uh, whether that be with the cost of some of the, the equipment, like microphones and stuff like that. And uh, same with uh, the uh, uh, musicians. We've got a radio station that is underneath our nonprofit called Gunroom Radio. And uh, there's three different stations. There's a, a Simplify Country, and there's a Ranger Rockwave for a rock channel, and then our Vet Mix for the uh, anything else that you can imagine. And and I've got there's artists on there um, that do street music, folk music. I mean, all sorts. So if you're if you're a mixed person, that's the, the station for you. But uh, I love that. Well, also you think about. I mean, our veterans much the VA. I go to the VA every year and I sing at Christmas um, with a group of friends. And it is one of my favorite and most dreaded days of the year. It is, I don't go Christmas day. I go a couple days before Christmas and um, it just rips my heart out. It just rips my heart out. And I live in LA. So um, even the more devastating part of the, of that journey is our VA is on, you know, hundreds and hundreds of some of the most valuable real estate of empty land and the amount of homeless veterans camped out with American flags in front of their tents, just getting onto the VA property is enough to just crack you open and devastate you. So, um, I mean, I, I, I truly love our veterans, but our veterans need an outlet. And I think it's so I've, I've interviewed so many nonprofits, um, over the years where they do different swim therapy or surf therapy or animals and veterans and also different things. But it's all all humans, all people, veterans or not, but especially veterans who have lived and suffered and have so much depth of life and experience and to share. And you think about where artistry comes from. It comes yeah. from all of that, right? Yeah, absolutely. And it's so brilliant. It's so brilliant. So, so tell me about this, Donald, because there's a moment you don't just wake up and say you're going to start a nonprofit. And, and obviously you mentioned a little bit about how obviously you're a veteran and you would were podcasting for yourself, but talk to me about kind of the moment where you were like, oh my gosh, I have to do this. Was it after you'd started your own? Was it like, was it just the musicians when the light bulb went out? What, what all came together for you? So uh, some of it is just, um, a little bit of luck. I've always been one of those guys that when I get a, an idea in my head and I decide to move forward, I don't change my mind. And so I was sitting there talking with uh, a few of these veteran artists. And uh, I said, I said in the show, I said, you know, what we really need is a radio station for veterans. And uh, they told me about an organization called Operation Encore. And I reached out to them and uh, about that same time, good old trusty Facebook, as they were listening to me, started right. showing me an advertisement that said, start your own radio station for $39.95. And I was like, well, that's it. It was meant to be, you know, so <laughs> I signed up and set it all up. And then I realized that it's a lot more to it than just setting up a radio station. Had you done radio in the past before your service? Did you have any background in any of this? No, no. I I have a full broadcasting degree from uh, YouTube University. (laughs) (laughs) But that's, I mean, but I love, you know, your mission and my mission are are actually similar because 
My mission in Charity Matters is to amplify the voices of our nonprofit heroes, people like you, Donald, that are making the world better by helping other people. And your mission is to empower and elevate the voices of heroes in the form of a veteran. Absolutely. So we're, we're both trying to shine a light on people who make our world better. And we're both taking, maybe it's a little flashlight, maybe it's a big lighter, maybe it's a little tiny can for the candle. Yeah. You know, it might not be just a huge spotlight that you and I have, but we're still shining the light um, on, on people who really, who really need it. And our hope is obviously that they're going to then shine the light on the next guy, right? Absolutely. And, you know, when you listen to some of these artists' songs, or you listen to some of the podcasts episode and, and they start getting personal. You can really tell that this is not scripted or, or acted on. These are, these are life events that they've gone through, lived through, and uh, they're sharing them. Right. And uh, I, I don't like the fact that when you, when you think of, when you hear the word veteran somewhere, it's automatically gets tied with PTSD and mm. There's things about the veterans out there that I, I think the world needs to see. And there's a bunch of nonprofits that help with, with PTSD. And, and I'm not under the, the uh, illusion that if you're a podcasting, you're going to be healed and that's therapy. But it's, it is a starting point. It's a starting point to get you talking. It's a starting point to get you associating with other like-minded veterans, people right. that you might be able to reach out to. Connecting. And it's also integrating you back in society to where you're able to deal with people because you will have some frustrating moments as a podcaster. Oh, oh yes, you will. And it's all going to be technology right there. I'm telling yep. you, num there are days. Oh, there are days, Donald. Yes, there are. <laughs> we all have them. And I'm not a veteran, but I have many of those moments for Absolutely. sure. For sure. So talk to me about um, a little bit about challenges. I mean, you're a veteran. You've served three tours? Uh, I've done a total of 68 months is what I deployed. So between Iraq, Afghanistan, and Bosnia, um, I spent a total of 68 months on ground. And and it, I think what's interesting is, um, you know, our military uh, creates leaders. They do a beautiful job creating leadership and chain of command. And part of that experience is learning how to deal with challenges and how you, when a challenge comes, what you do with it. And I think as entrepreneurs, you being one and then you training entrepreneurs, talk to me about some of the challenges you had as being newly starting a nonprofit, not your podcast, not coming, just reentering, but, but you're starting a business that relies on the kindness of others, which is a really hard thing to do. Absolutely. And and the, the, the infrastructure alone is, is really a struggle yep. um, because when you're thinking these things through, you have to be able to what if yourself to death, to one, be able to protect the, the foundation. Right. And, and two, to make sure that your mission is accomplishing what you're trying to set out to do. Right. Um, it, it doesn't make no sense if you're, nonprofit is out there for counseling and you have no counselors. Correct. You know? <laughs> and um, the IRS might have a problem with that. And the IRS might there's have that, a And there's that thing too. Yeah. Right. That right. special tax law that we kind of follow through. Yeah. 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 It, so, it, 
There's it, a lot of challenges. There, yeah. And there's supposedly, I've heard it, I haven't seen it, but I've heard rumor about a book called Nonprofits for Dummies. I think it does exist now. You can get it maybe, but not one person of the hundreds I've interviewed has ever read it. Um, all of us just dove in the deep end of the pool, myself included, when I started a nonprofit in 2002. Um, and we we kind of figured it out. But what what were some of the hardest things for you? The The hardest part for me figuring out is how to reach donors, like, like you said, in a vision that nobody's ever done. Right. Um, and I knew, I knew when I was setting this up that it was going to be an uphill battle. And, and the reason why I knew that is because one of the things that, that Operation Encore said to me that made me decide I was going to do this, um, when they talked to me, it became real evident that the only way you were going to get the licensing and everything you needed was it had to become an actual business. Right. And I had just closed my, my uh, trucking company, and I really wasn't looking for another business. And when I talked to them, he had told me that he had spent two years talking to radio stations and trying to get them to donate one hour of airtime to just the Operation Encore veteran artists. Wow. And they all told him no. Wow. So that's, that's the horrible. one thing that stuck in my mind. But I, I didn't think, I didn't piece the two things together that if a for-profit radio station's not doing it, then either nobody is wanting to be the first or right. two, they don't know how they're going to, you know, make money out of it. Well, right. And at the end of the day, I mean, we are entrepreneurs, right? We are oh. entrepreneurs. Um, we have everything that a real business has. Yep. We have operating expenses. We have budgets. We have boards, which is a little bit different than some businesses, but we have a board we have to answer to. We have different tax laws. We have we have a lot of things we have to do. Yep. And, and it's, it's, it's not easy. And like entrepreneurs, most people have never done it before. Yeah. Right. It's, you it's right. something you, you know, you're not like starting a fast food hamburger, you know, you could be a fast food hamburger guy, an entrepreneur with some great sort of new burger. You could be, but, but when we do this, we, most of the people, and maybe you're different, but tell me if you are, most people that I've talked to, they, they really just wanted to help one person. They didn't go into this thinking that they're going to save every veteran or they're going to no. save every person. They go in there and most of the people I've talked to have said, if I can just change one life, if I can just help one guy, if I can just help one human, then this is worth it. What yeah. was your, was what was your strategy? And, and that was, that was exactly it right there. Um, if when I, when I went into this, like I said, at that time, the only, the only project we had was the radio station when I first got up and running and, and what and year was that donald what year, this year. it started in may you're, you're a baby yeah yeah oh my gosh so you're a baby welcome <laughs> yeah, yeah we're, we're, we're still in the building phase that's for sure yeah you are and, and the radio station just grew so fast i mean i had one artist in may 1st when we launched and we're now there's probably 70 to 80 artists on there oh, 500 songs oh my um, gosh and that's where that's where the infrastructure got left behind because here I I'm trying to put together a way for everybody to hear their music. And now because I'm playing everybody's song, now you get your song played one time a day every two days because there was just that much music. Isn't that, was being that played. 
Right. And so that's where I, I said, well, we need to start breaking up and, and have adding some channels and having different genres, you know, so that people can get heard a little bit more frequently. Because the one thing I wanted to come from this is I was hoping that, you know, I wasn't thinking that that we're going to be the next, you know, Sirius XM or this right. big radio station. But I was hoping that maybe some guy that's in charge of a VFW or American Legion or something like that was listening to it and was planning a an event that was coming up to where they could reach out to these artists and, and book them. And, and if that helps put a little bit of food on their table and, and keeps them driving, then that's a win. I and, love that. And it has already done it, that. Is That's happening. So talk to yeah. me about what fuels you to keep going, because here you are, you're, you've been dealing with your, you know, your own stuff, your own business. You still have laundry groceries like the rest of us. We still have life, yeah. but you're starting this business. You're starting a hard business. You're running a radio station. You're teaching people how to be podcasters. You're teaching people, you're giving veterans all of these skills. You're trying to raise money. You're trying to market your nonprofit. You're, you're doing 50,000 things, which means you officially are a nonprofit founder. So again, welcome. Um, but what, when do you, is it those moments? What are those moments that fuels you when you say, I don't know how I'm going to do another thing today. I don't know how I'm going to get through this when it's coming at you from every side. Cause that happens a lot in this business. So the, the thing that keeps me driving is, is I want to get to the point where the veterans are being known for their, their talents you know, veterans have a, a very unique way of looking at things. And, and we're very good at being handed a task and, and just said, figure it out. And they, they figure it out. Right. Um, I think that's why a lot of veterans become entrepreneurs is, is because they do have that, that skill set and, and they don't necessarily work well with others, but they can figure things out on their own and right. they, they can do it that way. And so when I started looking at this, I already knew there's, you know, there's all sorts of different PTSD type nonprofits out there, yes. but there's not a whole lot that highlights the veteran that, that succeeded from dealing with all their traumas and everything else. And then said, you know, I'm going to go back and live my dream. My dream was to become a, a musician or my dream right. was to become a podcaster or whatever. You know, I don't care if it's a doctor, whatever your dream is, but they put those dreams on hold for the first 10, 15 years, whatever they served. And now that they're at the end of their counterparts' careers, right. now they're trying to start it. And, and you know, there's not too many record labels that's going to say, hey, you're 45. I think you're now ready to, to become a musician. Right. And so um, what, what fuels me is I want to change that. And I want to change it to the point where there's not just a, a CMAs, but there's a VMAs. There's the Veteran Music Awards. There's... Oh. Uh, the genres for, for podcasters, you know, if you look up a uh, military podcast, it's going to fall under one of two categories, either mental health or government and politics. And I don't really think that's, that's the way that it should be. You know, veterans, right. veterans can be their own little category because the, the types of jokes that we tell, the, the humors that we have, the stories right. that we tell. You know, you can literally watch three episodes and laugh, cry, and be mad in all three of them. Right. And so I think I think that's what fuels me is is I want to get it to where the Venner community has a recognition. They have a voice. And and even like for example, the VMAs that that I'm talking about, we we want to make it to where the veterans that have 
made it already. Your George Straits and and veterans like that that have served and then now are icons in right. the industry. We want them to host it. I love and then, that. And then we want the 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 small independent guy that's playing in bars and and BFWs and little festivals and just grinding trying to to make it on top of like you said dealing with life and their mental right. health and everything right. else um and and get it to where we can get 10 to 12 of those guys to come in play their music live on TV the red carpet the paparazzi the whole nine yards and and maybe they'll never be the next Garth Brooks but they will be that day you know Donald it all starts with the vision and i think you have a very clear one so i think um i i can't wait to watch the VMAs cuz i don't think they're that far off in the future i i i can see it already and you've already painted the picture which also means you're off to a great start as a nonprofit founder. So Absolutely. talk to me about impact. I mean, so you're just you're just starting this journey. And whether you know this or not, but I'm going to, spoiler alert, I'm going to tell you, if you get to the fun grant writing process um, of uh, asking for funds from foundations, they always want to know the impact. And it is such a, um, I say this over and over like a broken record, but it, I have such a love-hate relationship with it because our jobs... It, in running nonprofits is to serve humanity and to serve other people and how you measure service, how you measure someone's, you know, career or that they feel better about themselves, how you measure self-worth, how you measure mental health, how you measure all of the things. I, as I said, I run a youth leadership organization, how you measure leadership. These are impossible things to measure yeah. from yeah. an impact stand, standpoint. And so, what do you think, what have you seen so far as the impact of your work? And it doesn't have to be in numbers and metrics, but what have you seen happening so far since you've been doing this? So I will tell you, some of the, some of these veterans, when I say dedication, it's another level, right? There's a, a female veteran, a Marine, that she's on our radio station. Her name's Barbara Sim, and she literally has given up everything and bought a new van put a bed in it, an oven in it. She wired up the generator all of herself, did all this stuff, lights, everything. And she has literally been driving around the United States going from gig to gig to gig to gig, trying to, to make this work. And uh, when, you, when you see stuff like that and you're like, she's got a vision, you know? Right. Oh, and, and by the way, she has a very powerful story too about her military experience and uh, the PTSD that she went into it. And, and she literally had a song um, that she wrote because of her therapist, you know, her therapist looked at her one day and said, you know, you should be better by now. And oh, she said, geez. well, I guess I'm taking the long way home. Wow. And that, that just became a song now. Now there's Aww. a song called long way home. And that was what it was about. And so when you see stuff like that, and then, you 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 find another organization like uh, Operation Encore that has gone through our radio station and has reached out. I can't even count how many times now and said, "Hey, do you got the contact information for this veteran, this veteran?" And they're oh. literally reaching out and saying, "Hey, we want you to go to Zach Brown's um, camp, and wow. he's doing a songwriters convention, and we would like for you to invite you to it." You know, oh, and now that is a, an opportunity that they they would have never gotten. Right. Oh, I love that. Well, don't you feel that that's kind of our payday? We we don't do this for money, obviously. Um, 
but that's how we get paid. We get paid with these remarkable ways of, I always say we have a front row seat um, to humanity. We get to see sometimes the best of people and we get to be part of these moments that are, um, that are privileged that sometimes other people don't maybe see them, but we see them. Mm -hmm. We see them really clearly and, and we know they're a payday. We know they're, they're an impactful moment. We know it's a win. We know, we know something magic is happening. And I, I think that that's really what this work's all about, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and again, um, it, it's putting humans with humans and we're, we're now communicating at a whole different level. So, you know, regardless of beliefs and, and policies and everything else, when you're around these kind of events, man, all that right. stuff is forgot about. And That's it's right. telling funny stories and making each other laugh and, and be, making new friends. Right. You know, people you've right. never met before. And, so. and I have to, I do have to say that is one of the best parts of, um, for me of podcasting, uh, is getting for me, we, we get to go into the other people's worlds. Like I'm walking into your veteran world today and all of our audience is walking into it as well. And, and I love, I love being able to, to do that. I love, I, I kind of was telling a friend, um, they said, Heidi, you're kind of an archaeologist. You know, you're uncovering modern day stories. Yeah. And and I said, I am. I, I I'm a storyteller like you. And but I love um I love to learn about amazing people that are doing beautiful work. And I think there's so much goodness happening and we just don't see and hear enough of it. It really um yeah. it really is frustrating to me. So I'm like, well, if I can't find it, I'm just gonna make it. I'm just going to create it just like you, right? Yep. This is this is why you're my people. I'm just going to do it myself. If it isn't going to be there, then I'm going to find it. Yep, CNN absolutely. Heroes, which was on TV last night, should not be one night a year. Yep. There should not be one night a year with 1.6 million nonprofits. They should not have one hour dedicated to 10 people when there's 1.6 million founders. That's just founders, not even the people that work and serve, right? So, Yeah, absolutely. Oh, my you gosh. Know, and the thing is, is when you're doing stuff like this, you can also kind of see a little bit of your history from it. Um, and, and the one thing that I always missed was I liked, I was never a big music guy, but I loved when MTV was actually music television. And you you're my put, age, Donald, you're taking yeah. me back. And, and I love the eighties were magical. They were, they were amazing. <laughs> you could hit that channel. And at any time yep. it was a music video. It wasn't uh -huh. some sort of crazy show or something, right? Yep. Well, hundred percent. The VJs. Yep. They are, it's coming. <laughs> the, the, it, we have what is called MMTV now. Oh, uh, I love it. it. Military music television. Um, it, the, all these veterans that have gotten um, music videos that they've either made themselves or paid somebody to direct it will be on there. Um, it, the Roku channel goes live, hopefully here within the next couple of weeks. Oh, wow. And uh, it's already up on, I've, I've got some of the videos, um, I call the, the webpage MMTV, but it's just a sneak peek of some of the music videos that, that will be being played out there. And uh, you're going to have an empire. You're going to have an, you're going to have a music empire. It's going to be, it's going to be huge. I love that. So Donald, do you have like a motto that you live by or like a phrase or something? It's kind of like your thing that kind of gets you through or something that you, you say a lot. Um, personally for me, you know, my life changed when I got to the point where I could not only just say it, but embrace the words. It is what it is. And, uh, um, 
it's a fine line because that phrase can also be a crutch and, and force you to just say, well, I, there's nothing I can do to change it. Right. Right. But for me, the part that has helped is when you're holding on to all this baggage and this, this stuff that you can't change, you know, I can't go back in history and, and undo the damages that I've done. Um, I can't go back and not go to these deployments and, and not have all these memories. And, uh, for me, when I finally got to that point where I could say it is what it is and and just let it go, right. that's where I started seeing um, recovery. And that really came through from the podcasting. When I was talking to other people and when you get deep into a conversation with another veteran that I didn't meet until that day and you're talking about stuff that I hadn't even told my wife about and I completely forgot that it was being recorded or that it was live or anything. Right. Those are the moments. Oh, it's beautiful. Because it really, at the end of the day, everything that we do, not only as a podcaster, but really as a nonprofit founder, is about connecting with another person. That's yeah. what we do. And not only do we connect with other people, our job is to build community. So it's to build a community of veterans. It's to connect not just yourself to one conversation, but that conversation connects to another and another and another. And all of a yeah. sudden we have this community that is supporting us. And that's really what our, I think that's our main job as nonprofit founders, obviously having the vision like you have, but then being able to connect people to bring them with you along the vision is a huge part of what we do. And I think, um, I think people forget that. And I think that's what separates us from kind of regular old entrepreneurs who are selling something. We're, we're not necessarily selling something. Yep. We're trying to bring people together to do good. Yeah. And that's what we're trying to do. It's, it's just that simple. Yep. It's just that simple. Ab but absolutely. That's exactly. At, at the end of the day, it's, it's not a handout. It's a hand up, you know, yep. and, and if yep. I have a contact or a way to help somebody, you know, believe it or not, I've had a couple veterans that have said to me, you know, I don't, don't, if you ask somebody if they like my song, don't tell them I'm a veteran. And I said, oh. I said, why? And they said, well, I, I don't want them to like the song just because I'm a veteran. I want them to like the song because I'm an artist. And I said, they're going to like the song because it's authentic. It is right. you. And right. one of the things that you are is a veteran. And you, if you have a little bit of, um, authenticity, mm -hmm. then your show, your content, whether it be music, whatever form of media you're on is going to resonate a lot better with people. Right. And, uh, 100%. Some of these veterans, you don't, they don't want to look at it as somebody's just giving them a handout, you know, they want to earn it as well. And I, and I think that's comes from our background, you know, yeah. Everybody has a standard and it's up to you to achieve that standard. And they kind of get that same feeling from that. Um, but that's one of the things that my podcast has also um, kind of caused a little bit of problems is when we created this, um, there was two of us. It was myself and my old person. Um, he reached out to me when I was closing my trucking company and offered me a, a job. I moved back to Missouri to help take care of my mom. And I started working with him in this job and we started this podcast and, uh, you know, like I said, which I, I love, know. I love the name of the podcast. You need to say, you need to share the name. We'll give it a big plug at the end, but you need to say, it cause I, I do kind of, I do love it. So where the name came from was 
one day me and him, so he owned a, a little gun business and we did a lot of little modifications and you know, decorations and hydro dipping and stuff for people and stuff like that. And I would go over there at night and help him work. We'd reload ammo. And it was kind of just our unwinding time. You know, right. we'd go on the weekends and go to the range and go shooting. Right. One day I told, I told him, I said, you know what we need to do? He said, what's that? I said, we need to start a podcast. And he goes, he just jokingly, he just started laughing. He said, oh yeah. He said, what would we call it? I said, how about two drunk dudes in a gun room? <laughs> he spent so much time in, in his gun room, drinking a few beers and working <laughs> firearms. And that's that's literally where the name came from. The the all of season one is recorded in his gun room. I and love it. There's I ammo love laying it. all over the place. There's a, a shockwave shotgun above the the um, entranceway. I think we're banned on TikTok for live because of that <laughs> um, gun that's hanging on the wall. You know, and and you can always tell the people that never listen to a show because. You know, in almost three years now, I've never had an episode that's, I don't think that's just about firearms or drinking, you know, it was that's, literally just a name from a couple veterans that were just trying to be funny. That, well, I, I saw that and I was like, oh my gosh, I need to meet Donald because this, <laughs> I am intrigued. I am, in, initially I thought that was the name of your nonprofit. I thought there is no way there is a nonprofit with that name. So I was really <laughs> relieved. I was really relieved when I found out the nonprofit was not the same name as the podcast. And then the nonprofit actually is, is Heroes Voices Media Foundation. I was like, okay, now that's a nonprofit name. That's great. But it is a super fun name for a podcast. So obviously you've had um, a lot of life lessons along the way through your service in the military, through your life's journey. Just at this point, you, we don't get to be our age coming through MTV and not have learned a thing or two. We hope, right? We're all here to learn. So, but what have you learned just kind of even since starting this nonprofit? What have you learned? Um, what lesson, life lessons have you learned? I will tell you um, the one thing that I have definitely learned is when you're dealing with veterans and especially like uh, um PTSD and stuff like that. The one thing that you need to do when you have an idea is after you've calmed down and you thought it was a great idea, you need to ask yourself again if that's still a good idea. Because <laughs> there has been so many things, like so many different programs that I, I would like to have created. And right. uh, somebody says, ah, you sure you want to put veterans in that situation? <laughs> and then you then the what if thing starts happening you're like oh yeah i could see how that could go bad yeah right. yeah i definitely you know and and the one thing you don't want to do is is you don't want to put people in a situation where it becomes a powder keg and right. and the wrong image is going to be seen on the the foundation as well as as the veteran and right there's plenty of people out there that like to point the finger and say see see but right well i think it's it's a we there's such a fine line, I think, for all of us that are in service. Um, you know, I'm on the board of a children's hospital, and we have tell stories of families with sick children. There's a razor thin line, and we do beautiful, incredible work. But there's a razor thin line that we all walk that's so thin that no one sees that is sharing that story with that family's obviously consent and all of that that goes with it to taking advantage of that or how you navigate 
yep. the person you're helping without harming or hurting them. And, yep. and it's no different than what you're doing and what a lot of us do, whether we're running, um, you know, a homeless nonprofit or we're feeding people or educating them. It doesn't matter. Yep. We all have that same hurdle. And um, I think it's it's. It, it's you have to always keep that super sensitivity chip right mm -hmm. out front because that's who that's who we're here to to support absolutely and it's and it's hard and especially when you're dealing with um as you said with you know mental health and it's you've got to be you've got to be careful the other thing too we're entrepreneurs so we always have good ideas we have lots of ideas we're like we're gonna yep. do this we're gonna do that i'm gonna do this yep. i'm gonna do that and and Executing and having an idea are two very different things. Yep. We you have know, limited resources to execute, right? I, I have I have done so many ideas and then put a bunch of hours of work into it because in my little head it was like this is amazing. Of and course. Then, then when you release it, you're like, oh uh, this maybe shiny not. turd, nobody liked it. <laughs> <laughs> but so tell me how this journey has changed you. Have you changed since doing this? So absolutely. I mean, um, if you, if I went back two years ago, I was that veteran that we were just talking about. I was not, I did not want to leave the house. I did not associate with people. Um, I didn't, I, I didn't go into Walmarts or, or places like that. And I had a hard time just functioning as, as a happy person. And I went to the VA. Um, I did get some some help, but uh, I'm you know I'm not one. I don't talk bad about the VA because it's all about, in my opinion, with the VA, it's all about situational. You go to a VA that is massive, and your you, the, the quality of care you're going to get is going to feel different than it is if you go to a town that's got 800 people in it and right. 40 of them work there at that VA. You right. know, right. Um, so I was lucky. The VA I went to was a smaller VA, and and the people there are amazing. Um, I still did not do well with the therapy part as far as talking and stuff like that. I just could not relate to that person, right. and and that person definitely did not understand my situation. And so when I started this podcast, and and as it went through the steps, I kind of hit levels as well. You know, I went from that guy that didn't want to talk about stories, you know, who was drinking a lot um, to now. Hopefully that, not, hopefully not in the gun room. Hopefully they were not. <laughs> Sorry. Sometimes, but no. Guns, and, guns, kids, guns and drinking do not go together. No, they do not. <laughs> they and, do not uh, mix. Um, you know, and, and that, like I said, and that's another thing too. And I don't think any of our episodes, we even handled any of the firearms. It was just about location, but. Uh, right. You know, um, now I'm that guy that drinks maybe three drinks a week. Right. You know, um, and it's, I drink when I want to, not because I'm trying to go to sleep because I haven't slept in two days. Right. And so, and I, I do credit a lot of that to the getting stuff off my chest and, and opening up that powder keg and, and taking some of that stuff out that I have pressed down in, in me, um, and then I got to that point where I was able to understand other people's situations and right. I was able to figure out some of my problems. And so 
one of the other things that I've done is I wrote a book um, for my kids. Um, I have not published it yet. I'm letting them read it. I just sent it to them a, a few weeks ago, but uh, it answers all the questions about, you know, why they had this laughing, happy, go lucky dad. And then by the time they were teenagers, they had another guy that would come home, eat dinner and go straight to the bedroom and stay there until time to go to work the next morning. Right. You know, and I never thought about the damages that you were also causing when you think you're right. protecting your family by not talking about the, the stuff that has happened. Right. And you think you're, you're shielding them from that. But what you're really shielding them from is understanding what you're going through. And, uh, you know, my Not wife, true. you know, my wife for the first two years of, of the stuff, she didn't sleep with me for the first two years because she got tired of getting elbowed and, and hit and me yelling and screaming from bad dreams. And then she would ask me what I was dreaming about. And I would lie and say, I don't remember, you know, right. and uh, all of that. I credit to the podcast and opening up to where I could get it to where I felt like I don't want to talk about this in person with you because I don't want it to sound like an apology, but I want to give you the information. So I put it in a book. It's beautiful. I love that. And don't you think, I mean, this is my personal, but I feel that service, and I know you've already served, but I mean service, what you're doing now, if there is a silver bullet, if there is one, which there is not a silver bullet for anything, but if there, if there was helping other people somehow um, takes your pain away, refocuses okay. it, 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 it makes you take, not think about yourself. It makes you look at things differently to me, service. And I say this over and over, but I just, I think it heals us in unimaginable ways, whether you're grieving, yeah. whether you're suffering, if you can help somebody else, somehow your problems just feel a little bit smaller and you feel a little bit better. And if you, if you look into the community, right, there's a lot of small little mom and pop nonprofits that oh, yeah, are, are somewhere there. There's a veteran that's tied into it. And and a lot of that comes from that when they find that relief, that that it is what it is moment, you know, where, right. where life is is feeling better and they're understanding things. Well, that's where the drive to do whatever mission that you came up with is, is to get somebody else to feel that same way. Yep. And what a lot of people, like you said, don't realize is that's just another level of therapy. You're it just is. leveling up at that point. And, and we don't get into it. We don't do that. Nobody ever, ever starts a nonprofit trying to fix themselves. That right. is not, no, 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 no. It's just what happens. Right. It's just an output that ends up happening that we don't expect. We, we get yeah. into it to help one person. And next thing you know, we've helped ourselves and we've helped two, 10, 20, 50, and then it just keeps going. And then yep. here we are having these conversations. Yep. So and, and go it'll ahead. happen to the point where you you won't even realize it's happening. It it's true. And I that's why when I always people are, I'm like, just you know, just go help someone. Even littlest doesn't have to be big. You don't have to start a nonprofit. Just do the littlest thing. It's gonna make you feel so much better. It's yep. gonna make you feel better. So talk to me about where we can donate, where we can support you, how we can get involved. 
um, how we can help you and um, and where we can listen to that really great podcast with so, two drunk guys in a gun room. <laughs> so the the main webpage is Heroes Voice Media Foundation, and uh, you can donate through there. You can also find all the, the sublinks to the projects pages. For example, uh, MUPS, Military United Podcast Stream. Um, that's for our podcasters. You can find the link for Gunroom Radio, which is also gunroomradio.com. And you can listen to the radio station there. And uh, that's another way that you can support. support. So if you, if you hit the donate button and then you hit a link and you go and you listen to a veteran, well, now you've helped twice. Because, you know, even just have, even being listeners um, is is helping because without it, you know, nobody's going to want to advertise if nobody's listening and the veterans are not going to be getting their music out and being heard and hopefully one day recognized without the listener. So even though it's not money, I don't want the listeners to think that they're not helping because they are they're a big part of that. Um, and then there's also another project that is coming out. Um, it will be released here shortly. It's called uh, uh, Warrior Words, and it's going to be for the authors and bloggers and uh, magazine art writers. And we're going to help them start navigating the publishing pages and how to get going, the formats and all that stuff. So, I love that. I absolutely love that. Donald, you are a super rock star. And I mean, like I said at the beginning, for first of all, for serving and for caring for all of us and for serving our country, for that, I am so grateful. Like I, I said, I get, well, I get a little weepy with our veterans. But for <laughs> what you're but what you're doing for for everybody and the platform that you're giving them to heal, to help, to be heard, to be successful, um to feel great again, to find a new career. I mean, all of those things are remarkable in themselves, but let alone doing them for veterans makes it beyond special and remarkable. So I'm just so grateful for you, for your work, and for you sharing the story with us. It's just really what a gift. Thank you. Sorry, I get a little weepy, but well, that's I said okay. I, I love you guys. I just I'm I'm a super fan, super I fan. It. Um, if there's anybody out there that wants to get involved with what we're doing, um, we are we are in desperate need of DJs. So if anybody wants that, especially if you're a podcaster or something and you want a, a free way to advertise your, your show, reach out to me. We need DJs to, to, so that our radio station is not just a playlist. We want people interacting. We want, you know, we've made it super easy to where you can find where people are playing at, what, what concerts are coming up. And that's that's what we need the DJs for is to not just only tell the stories about the veterans, play their music and also promote them as well. And so anybody that wants to volunteer and, and is looking for a free way to shell their their podcast or, or whatever, reach out to me and, and we can set up some times and and everything. So I love that. Well, that is a win, win, win. So thank you so much, Donald. I am so grateful for you and for all you're doing. This is Thank just you. really exciting. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Charity Matters Podcast. I so enjoyed talking to our guest, Donald Dunn, about what it takes to start a business that truly changes people's lives. 
I think his comment about unpacking the powder keg and sharing his feelings was so powerful and impactful. To learn more about modern day heroes like Donald, or if you'd like to reach out to us, visit us at charity-matters.com or connect with us on Instagram at Charity Matters. If you enjoyed our conversation, we would love it if you shared this with your family and friends. And please don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. But more than that, thank you for caring. Thank you for believing in goodness and being a part of our movement. You are exactly what the world needs more of. And remember that together we can make a difference. One small act of kindness at a time. Charity matters. See you next time.